Yeah. So I think just starting little baby steps. I always say that to them. I'm like, baby steps, baby steps, and slow progress is better than no progress, right? Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell, registered dietitian and personal trainer. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. We cut the baloney of the food shaming and focus on making healthy habits that work for you. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Welcome, everyone. It's so good to have you here with us. Today, we talk with registered dietitian Tara Moran from Nutrition Time with Tara on Instagram. What I love about talking with other registered dietitians is they each have their own take on healthy eating, including tips and healthy hacks and whatever they have found to help click with their clients and family members. And today, Tara has so much to share with us. Now, I titled this episode, The Missing Link. What is the missing link that lays the groundwork to sustainable, healthy habits? There's a group of words that Tara keeps repeating in our conversation, and those key words are small and slow. She gives several examples on how she helps her clients setting small, slow goals, meeting them where they are at, and starting with baby steps to incorporate habits that stick. Tara focuses on finding what works for them and getting away from diet culture's one-size-fits-all type of a program with restrictive eating. Join us for this conversation. I am so excited to have you and talk to you. Um, Would you like to introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do? Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be on this podcast. And thank you, Stacey, for having me. Um, So I am Tara Moran, a registered dietitian. And also, I have my Master of Science in Nutrition. So I originally did not know I wanted to be a dietitian, which is pretty cool. So I went to school for actually speech pathology. And I ended up The school I went to didn't have a bachelor's degree for it, so I kind of had to get a minor in it. And then I started applying for grad schools. I um, did not get into any, and I was interning to be a speech pathologist at the same time. And I was like, you know what? This really, I don't think it's the right path for me. So I've always been into nutrition, began from square one. And as soon as I, my first nutrition class, actually, it was in Florida. And my teacher was actually from California, which is where I live now. So pretty cool. Um, she actually got me super into it, and I was like, yep, this is for me. Let's do it. Got my second bachelor's, then did the matching, ended up matching with a program that had a master's at the same time. So I'm like, you know what? This is the sign. Just got to do it. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> wow. I love hearing that path of of how it came about. <laughs> yeah. Very, a lot of schooling, but worth it. Good. And where in California are you from? Um, so I'm from Florida, but I live in Southern California. Right now I live in LA County. So Okay. Yeah. I, I asked that because your pictures are amazing on your social media page. Yeah, I'm looking at them now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I'm like, oh um, wow. I know. 
during COVID, actually, the pros about COVID is we explored all of California. Like, we just drove, took road trips for weeks, and, like, it was awesome. So now we're back to normal and hardly go anywhere, <laughs> um, like, travel-wise. Did everyone else go explore, too, or not so much? Um, I don't know. I mean, my boyfriend and I just took our dogs, and we're like, let's just do it. And, yeah, gotcha. we did the whole coast. California was very interesting. Oh, that sounds amazing. So good for you. That's awesome. And what would you say is your nutrition message that you present, whether it's on social media or for your clients? Okay, so I kind of present a similar message, which is, I think, why I've been capturing some people's attention, which is awesome. So I like to use, uh, I like to refrain from the dieting mentality so kind of staying away from the diet mentality and instead helping my clients and maybe people on instagram create more sustainable wellness in their lifestyles so by that i'm just saying incorporate more helpful habits through their daily lives whether it be like enjoying more movement that they do or even it could be just like eating breakfast on a daily basis so it varies but yes it's Basically, staying away from the diet mentality. Great. And I see you um, feature some of your clients every month. And have they been catching on? And and what do they pick and choose from? Yes, it's awesome. I mean, all of them are different. They kind of all started similarly, but of course, no one's the same. (laughs) So they started similarly, where they have been just dieting, yo-yo dieting, all throughout their lives or whether it's maybe just a few years. And so I've gotten to, I always like to help them change their habits first before eating, of course. So um, a lot of them, like some of them, it's even as little as water. They hardly drink even enough water in their day. And that has energized a lot of them. I get texts from them all the time like, wow, I have so much more energy because I've drank water today. Other ones, it could be like, they didn't eat until maybe 3 p.m. So they didn't eat breakfast. So that getting them on the breakfast train has helped them immensely as well. And then just incorporating more food groups. So a lot of them have restricted dairy or carbs or anything in that sense. And like just getting them back on the train if they're not allergic or intolerant, of course. Yes, kind of uh clearing all the misinformation and you sound like you make it work for them too. Yeah, I try. I meet them where they're at for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's that you that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh is your nutrition coaching or virtual cons- consultation is this your full-time job currently? So I'm trying to make it that way. I actually work at a skilled nursing home and a hospital at the same time right now, both part-time. So one day a week, I'm dedicating to my practice, whether it be virtual or in person. So for people who do want to see me in person, I have the availability to work at this wellness collective called Holistic Abode. So they let me see clients there, which is just like a super warming, um, holistic place. It's super cool. Or I always offer if they want to do like movement sessions. So whether it be a trail, a beach walk, anything like that, or just a regular walk in the park during our session, I'll kind of take notes on my phone, that type of thing, if they want to do it that way. So I offer a variety of ways to see them in person or online. So 
That's yeah. so smart because you're making time very efficient and they're kind of getting some movement in while they talk with you. I love it. Yes. Exactly. And a lot of them are so mind-blown when I do say that. They're like, oh, I've never even thought of that. <laughs> Uh, when you're working with your clients or whether it's anyone on social media, uh, what is a message that you just keep having to repeat that may just not stick very well? So the repeat message, honestly, is like leaving the diet world. It takes a lot of time for them to remember that it's okay to eat food in general. So like eating is a huge message. I always encourage them eating is important. We have permission to eat. Um, so I find myself saying that a lot. Okay. So how do you take them within the baby steps of, of overcoming that? Because, you know, that is something we see, we kind of learn, and then it just keeps creeping up. Yeah. So I think just starting little baby steps. I always say that to them. I'm like, baby steps, baby steps, and slow progress is better than no progress, right? So anything that they can do, whether it's drink some more water, maybe include one extra food group to their meals. So say they're just eating one food group per meal. I'm like, all right, how about we try to incorporate another food group? Or, you know, it's okay to be eating at this time. It's okay to listen to your hunger cues. You're allowed to eat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Getting, getting in tune with your body a little bit more, too. Do you... Uh, teach them the rules of intuitive eating or is it more of a mindful type practice? Um, more of a mindful type. I do include a little bit of intuitive eating, but not a whole lot. Right. Um, your focus is, is on the food. Yeah. And you have a <laughs> lot of other great little recipes, some mindset shift, uh, just kind of little tips of the days. And I see here, you know, overall general nutrition on different foods and you're very active <laughs> on yeah. your social media um showing you know movement as well as with your um flow and yoga um so what's your favorite part in the movement area or what what do you enjoy so I honestly love the aspect of being able to include the movement to my practice because it really does, I feel like it fits the circle. Like, I feel like we can't just do one or the other. We kind of need to inc incorporate like mindful eating as well as mindful movement. And I think people shy away from movement at first because they could be intimidated. They think maybe they need to be in the gym or doing it. They, they feel like they can't exercise alone. So incorporating this, practice even for myself like in the beginning I may have been that person that would not want to go work out by themselves or not want to even do a home workout at home which is mainly what I do now besides hiking and yoga and everything outside so I think it's just um really cool to see people break out of their shell like I definitely broke out of my shell when it comes to movement and just know that you're doing it for yourself you're not trying to impress others you're just making a better mind body connection when you're moving and enjoying it Yes, the whole working as a whole. Yes, and it's kind of a a team effort um with you just kind of guiding them, taking them through those those baby steps within there. How long do you work with clients? So usually I like to see them for a minimum of 3 months. So um I just find that that's the best success out of all of them, but of course if they want to work with me for longer, I'm totally open to that as well. But I feel 
three months minimum for most cases. There's nothing worse than helping someone for a couple of times and then they go back to old habits. So yeah, that three months is a is a good amount of time for it to kind of to kind of stick within there. So yeah. Um, I see you have some freebies and, and those type of things. Tell us a little bit more about those. Yes. So I do have a free e-guide. It's just 11 tips to kind of better your lifestyle. It's just ways that I, it's tips that I've used on myself learning from my old self. So me being on the go all the time in the restrictive dieting mindset for many, many years now shifting <laughs> on the opposite side of the spectrum and using these tips and helping my clients use these tips too. So yes, that is free. If you just go on my website, nutrition-time.com, then you can subscribe there. And then also I do have, it's not on my website yet, but um, I just started doing this. We're going to do like monthly or bi-monthly events. So if you're in Southern California, <laughs> um, so in a couple of weeks, we actually just got approved. It took a little while but to do a beach cleanup. So I'm just going to, I have a group of people and whoever wants to join really just send me a message and we're going to clean up a designated beach and the city provides us gloves and bags and everything like that to do it. Love that. I want to come do that. <laughs> all, the way from, all the way from Iowa, little Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> just so I can see the pretty beach side. That sounds great. <laughs> Um, let's talk about your food. Your food always looks good. Is there a, a favorite or a certain style of food that you enjoy that you help with kind of show your, your clients? So I really like the plate method. I've definitely started incorporating that more. I find that super simple to explain to clients and I like to just help them figure out what works for them. So some people may not like beef. Some people may not like this, that. So I really just kind of use that as a basic example and then find foods to help them fill their plate with. So that's kind of how I do it. Um, at each meal, at least I try to get all my veggies in, proteins, carbs, some fruits, some dairy sources and healthy fats. And yeah. What if the, the person is not a veggie fan at all? So I have some of those people. <laughs> so I always say start small. Small is key. And so one of my recent posts was about incorporating veggies in a pretty sneaky way. I don't want to say sneaky, because, but like that type of way. So I encourage them to make them really small. So if you have a food processor or blender or something, I always encourage putting something simple like zucchini that is not really too flavorful. Chop it up into like rice-sized pieces and then incorporate it with your rice. Cook it together, kind of saute it, and you can't even tell. Because I honestly also live with a very picky eater. So I have to find tips all the time to incorporate more veggies. And it's not a child, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. How's that process going? Doing all of the... Your, your boyfriend, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's been seven years. So, you know, I've, I've at least helped him start to eat veggies. So he'll eat veggies now, okay. just certain ones, but ones that he may not be super, a super huge fan of. I like to do small, small pieces. And I find that sauteing with rice or even pasta or even in beef for tacos is a really good way to get your veggies in without even really noticing. <laughs> right. Yeah. When it's 
like uh, I've done zucchini with in spaghetti, like in the Instapot, and chop it up with that. And my kids don't know it. And it's not like I want to necessarily hide them. We offer fresh too. But yeah, that's a great tip. Chop it up real small and start there. And then... Again, it's probably just like a mindset thing where I don't like this. And then you realize, oh, but I do like this. <laughs> exactly. You grow up thinking like you don't like things, but our taste buds change. So <laughs> you never know. That's right. Well, it's it's good he paired up with a dietitian so he can... <laughs> it's very funny the way that we like seeing both of our plates, but it's... Totally fine. <laughs> That's great. Um, what do you love about your profession, about being a dietitian um, in kind of all realms, whether it's in the nursing home or helping your clients? I love being able to get to know people, of course. And I feel like this profession is so good about encouraging us to just get out there and meet people. So I think for the skilled nursing side of things, it's awesome to be able to meet these residents, kind of hear their stories, help them, that type of thing. But then I love, love, love the private practice because getting to know people and getting to know their stories and being able to help them and see the results is huge. I think that's the best part. And also just new experiences all the time as a dietitian and getting out there, meeting people, going on trips, going to meetings really, really fun. Is there a specific story that you would like to share from a client um, that that kind of helped that that you helped guide them to find their, I like to say, aha moment in healthy living? So yes, I can share a recent example, actually. So um, I work with men and women, actually. I don't know that I mentioned that earlier. So it's actually super cool to see men uh, finding their aha moments too. So whether it's, for example, someone who did not know that they liked fish at all. So just finding simple recipes and then giving it to them and then being like, oh my gosh, this is honestly actually amazing. Like that's super cool. Or another example recently, um, one of my clients <clears throat> told me that she wouldn't have eaten breakfast ever if it wasn't for me. She's like, wow, I have so much more energy during the day. Wow, I never would have eaten this if it wasn't for you. I'm like, wow, that makes my heart melt because I am the biggest breakfast fan ever. <laughs> it's funny when we get in our own, you know, daily habits that we just do and then other people will start them. And it's it's like you said, giving that energy and it's they are thinking it's the greatest thing and they feel really good. And I think that is what we love to do, we love to help people feel better with simple, realistic habits, not just the latest and greatest diet, but just lifelong. And I always say, <laughs> maybe you will start saying this too, but I'm like, you know, when we work together, I don't care if we don't talk ever again. Like that's the whole goal. I still want to talk to you obviously. But my goal is for you to learn this, keep it, and never have to work with me again. <laughs> Maybe exactly. that's not a good a sales pitch, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, 
I want to help you with these. I'm not going to hold your hand the entire rest of your life, but I want to help you so you can do this on your own eventually. <laughs> right. It's not, um, you know, those other, I'm just thinking of, of, of regular fad diets of just, they start it and then they keep pulling you back. So you keep spending more money. And that's not, that's not the case here. So. <laughs> Exactly. Sustainable wellness is the key. That's right. Sustainable wellness. Maybe that should be the title. I like that. That's a good one. Um, with Within those, anything else you want to add within that sustainable wellness to help people just kind of start the process or if they're scared or maybe for it to just catch on? So I think... I feel like I keep repeating this, but starting slow is very important because if we go full force into something and then something happens where we quote unquote mess up, we're probably going to feel even worse than if we baby step into it and then gradually reach our goals. So that's why I like to start small and slow, small, slow goals for people really, really helps, I think. And when you meet with them, do, do they set weekly goals or how does that work? So I do the session and then by the end, after gathering the entire rest of their week or previous week, I mean, um, we set goals together. So I'm like, you know, I think this would be a semi-good goal, but like, what are your thoughts? What's your input? And kind of give them the opportunity to choose their goals for the week. Right. Because can't force someone to do something. They have to want it. So yes, working within there. Um, that's great. What, tell everyone where they can connect with you. Okay. So I'm on Instagram at nutrition underscore nutrition time underscore with Tara and it's time like the herb. And then my website is nutrition dash time.com. Okay. And then I do have a Facebook group, but I, it's very, very small. So if you want to be in the Facebook group, definitely DM me on Instagram. <laughs> um, and that's just kind of a repeat of what's happening on Instagram, but it also gives clients and whoever the opportunity to ask questions about either meals or recipe ideas or whatever is on their mind. <laughs> and it looks like you have um, fairly recently within the Instagram world kind of started coming on is that correct yes so um i've definitely grown my instagram a lot since maybe two months ago which is really cool i'm so thankful that everyone is finding value value in my posts and that's what i want to do is just help people get my message out there and then if they need even more help definitely contact me and i can explore more that's, <laughs> into your that's great do you have a lot of people um, reach out to you on Instagram or, or is it more in person? I've had a few reach out, but honestly getting myself more familiar around the area and just word of mouth has been my best bet so far. Right. Love that. That's nice that you have a place to go to connect with people. How did you make that connection? So I met the owner of the holistic abode through a mutual friend and she's actually a chiropractor. So she, it was just almost the perfect timing for her to also want a dietitian in her space because she has a Pilates instructor, a mindfulness based uh, wellness instructor. So it's all of us in one space and we all have little time slots. I'm only there the once, once a week, but it's really cool because we can all 
give each other clients if they need this service, this service. So it's really awesome. Oh, that's great. That's like a buffet of wellness right there. <laughs> I was trying, it is very cool. I was trying to think, what is that called again? A la carte? No. Oh, buffet. Yeah. <laughs> Something food related. Oh, I love it. Do you have any other um, things that you want to, did I miss anything? I feel like. Um, I'll just say one extra thing for anyone who is still a little bit intimidated about getting into their health and wellness. So is to not be scared to kind of like do things for yourself and do things on your own. Because I definitely was that person that wouldn't maybe go out to eat by myself. And like I said earlier, exercise by myself, explore new places. The world and the opportunities are endless. So I feel like baby step into it, but definitely explore as much as you can, whether it be food or exercise or whatever your hobbies are related. Right. That, that first step is always the hardest. But thanks to you to making it simple and, you know, you care for your clients. You make it easy for them. You work with them and very enjoyable, too. So. Love that. Thank you. I'm really glad that I can help. <laughs> okay, let's go into our closing questions and we will wrap this up. Uh, first one, if you were in a TV show, which one would you be in? So I've been super into New Girl recently. Have you ever watched that? <laughs> yes. So I feel like I definitely would be one of their friends because it's just always constant randomness happening and just go with the flow. Right? Oh, <laughs> that's such a good one. You're probably rewatching it on Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm late to the game. I hardly watch TV, so I'm like, oh, this is actually cool. <laughs> yes, I love it. Uh, what's your favorite feel good food? Ice cream is definitely my favorite, probably not my favorite food, but definitely my favorite. Like anytime I'm out, I'll go for ice cream. Okay. And I know I, I didn't have this one on there, but I, I need to add it because I always ask people, especially dietitians, what is one food someone has said, a dietitian eats that? Hmm, that's a good one. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I have a good one, actually. A brown, like a big brownie sundae. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, dietitians eat brownies and ice cream, too. Don't, don't be cool. Together. Oh, that's a big... Big whopper of a dessert. <laughs> uh, best or latest book you have read? Um, so I really like The Girl on the Train and those types of books, like by Gillian Flynn. Well, Paula Hawkins, I think, does Girl on the Train. But Gillian Flynn is a similar author, and they're just really good kind of mystery okay. type books. <laughs> do you ever get bad dreams with those? Because <laughs> I do. <laughs> Not really. Okay. So I sleep like no other. Okay. I mean, I can Anything. So I hardly have dreams. Not on wood now. <laughs> oh, good, good. <laughs> I think I started. Was it sharp objects? And then I had dreams that my kids were like being a like a lost, and I couldn't find them. You know, like someone kidnapped oh. them. So <laughs> yeah, never find that book. <laughs> I kind of have to be mindful of my choices for sure. So yes. So well, that is great. We are good to go and. Well, okay. thank you. Thanks, Tara. We'll talk to you awesome. later. Bye-bye. 
I love seeing more dietitians helping their clients with lifelong healthy eating habits, but I know this is a process. It is not always a straight path for everyone. It may not be black and white, and it may take longer than you think, which I get it, it's so tough. It is not a 20-day quick fix program with a 10-pound weight loss goal at the end, but you can see dietitians like Tara take time with their clients to build sustainable, healthy eating habits for life. No gimmicks, none of that. Eating habits to nourish the body with real food, enjoying all foods, and meeting them where they are at in their life. That concludes this episode, and I thank you so much for joining me on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.